had to guess. <laughs> what? This is a really nihilistic question to start things off on. Do you think we'll be here in 10 years as society as a whole? Do you think, like, do you think that we're going to make it? <laughs> 10 years? That's all you give it? I don't know. You know how every every generation has an end game. You know, it, it was like 2012 because the Mayan calendar was going to end then. I don't remember if you remember that. I don't oh, know. I remember it. Okay. Well, we didn't die. But, you know, every... Y2K, we didn't die. Yeah, yeah. Mayan calendar didn't kill us. But now we have climate change and we use water like it's a renewable resource and, and isn't the precious resource that it is. Even though it is renewable, but we're, you know, depleting water tables and stuff. This is a really positive way to kick off our 18th episode. But mm-hmm. but do you, do you have hope for humanity? <laughs> I have hope in this new generation that they're going to figure it out. <laughs> but yeah. that's what you guys said about us. <laughs> that's what you said about it? you guys said that about millennials. The millennials will take up the mantle. I I, I never said that about millennials. Oh, Who so you said, said about... I feel like I'm starting to recognize with this podcast how there were articles that would come out like the millennial and you like learning about the millennial and it does it's not dissimilar from me now being a millennial trying to like what is gen z actually you know like the (laughs) (laughs) trying to actually get a grip on the changing zeitgeist and the paradigms and and just feeling super out of touch with it but also going hey maybe they'll fix it you know like the greta thurnbergs of the world or i think that's how you say your last name that was exciting that like a young kid is going to take up this you know mantle of doing things but i I feel like people thought we were going to do that, too. <laughs> yeah, but everybody knew you weren't. I, mean, <laughs> you were... <laughs> I think we just wanted to make you feel good, like, hey, you guys could be the generation. But we knew, like, these guys are never going to get off their butts. Well, but what does that say about you all, knowing that you're not going to do anything about it? So passing, oh. the, passing the buck on that. Well, it's just, you know... Uh, we're already set in our ways. We've got our sort of routines and how we do things. It would cause a major disruption to uh, us Gen Xers to have to to modify things now. I mean, we might have a psychotic break and go crazy. And that would be worse for the world to have a bunch of Gen Xers who are ungrounded, not able to, you know, mentally be stable because they had to, you know, use a cloth napkin instead of a paper one. Oh, um, I can't you even know, imagine. Not, t- not get takeout in a styrofoam box. Um. <laughs> I, I, I'm so sorry that it's so hard for you. Yeah. Um, no, I think, you know, uh, look, I think, I, I, I think it's a little, yes, something needs to happen. And something needs to happen fast with climate change. Uh, but the world isn't going to end. Uh, and, and society isn't going to crumble. There may be some major changes and some real difficult time ahead, mm-hmm. but, but we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine, Jess. Uh, but yes, we do need to take action ASAP, and things need to change. And We're just going to be really hot for a long time, right? Like, if we don't get it, <laughs> get it figured out. <laughs> we're going to be really hot, and then we're going to be really cold. Now, look, Now when you're talking about Mayan calendar, this was a period of my life when the Mayan calendar was about to end where... <laughs> I was uh, selling used car warranties over the phone. Hold on. Um, 
Do you know mm-hmm. that this is a meme that's going on right now? Is this a meme? You, so, selling used car warranties? So people, you know Rick, Rick Rolling, right? Where like people will send you a link and, and it'll, it'll be like a headline grabbing thing where it's like, you know, Trump uh, is going to not be president or, you know, it's going to stand out. And you click the link and it's fucking never going to give you a, you know, Rick Rolling. Yeah. A yeah. hundred million times it's been shared over. So now the new one is kind of. Or like people end their tweets, what is, what is looking like a normal tweet will end in, we've been trying to contact you for your car's <laughs> renewed warranty. <laughs> because everyone's getting, I was like, I had to ask someone, I was like, hold on, my cat is making noises. Hi, sweet girl. Oh, I'm Do sorry. You- I thought you just had turned on some techno music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's a violent scratcher. Um. So I, I had to ask somebody, I was like, what, why are, why is everyone making this joke? Did a big thing happen that someone made a joke? Like they said, no, it's just that everyone's getting this call. We need, we've been trying to reach you about your used warranty, your car warranty, your extended warranty. So you used to sell that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're, you're a fucking joke. Oh my God. This was an amazing, this was an amazing part of my life though. You know, I looked. You know, one of the things I loved about being an actor was like I could look at anything that would ever happen to me in life and go, well, this is an experience that I can log it, use it when I need it. Um, and look, I needed a job, all right? <laughs> I needed a job. Um, no, I was... I, I'm, I'm taking this information in. I don't know if you realize you probably were not dissimilar in age from then as I am now. And it's like you're snapshotting what my life should be right now. I need a, I need a job. <laughs> probably should sh- sh- sell insurance. But carry on. Um, this is not insurance. This is car warranty. Which okay. You could, which you could call insurance, I guess, so to speak. But anyways, I saw this ad on Craigslist at the time or whatever. And it was, it was a sales job. And I feel like I could do sales. Um, you know, waiting tables. Let's just say... I tried waiting tables again, and it didn't didn't quite work out. I was like, I just, I don't need to be wait. I guess I'm not a good waiter. You've just, done that. You did it. I'll try. I'll try something else. Right. Um. So, but I needed a job ASAP. Anyways, took this. They hired me on the spot. What I realized is they hired almost anybody, because then you have like, within the first week or two, if you don't hit your quotas, you're fired. Oh so, my god. Um. So the. It's no loss for them to just bring somebody on. Um, but this was this was intense selling situation. Now, I guess there was a decent amount of money that you could make. Like the high sellers made a decent amount of money, but sure. you had to sell you had to sell a lot. But it felt but they treated it, it was very much like a boiler room type type <laughs> scenario where, you know, you go in and be, before you before you hit the floor with your with your with everybody hits the phones the sales team you you get a speech from the the floor manager oh my god you know uh teach you some sales tricks and then there'd be like a pump up and then you'd go out and go go start selling <laughs> the syllable for wall street but with used cards <laughs> <laughs> um and so the the deal the deal was is um so people, so these were, these weren't, we weren't cold calling. All right. So what you're talking about is probably a cold call. Just straight, straight up these days, you get these, you no, know. you get cold, cold called. You get electronically cold called. Yeah. You get spammed. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, so, but, but back in the day, what they would do is you would go, you, if you were, if you, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, you're online and it's like, Hey, uh, your car, 
you know, it's like an ad for getting a car warranty. And all you got to do is put in your information and we'll give you a free quote, right? So you put in your information and you hit send for your free quote. And what, they, what you get back is somebody will give, be giving you a call soon. And you're like, no, no, no. I don't know you call me. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad because that just went into my phone bank. And, that uh, just happened. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to get a call um, to get your quote. Now, this was a type of sales, though, where there is a, it's a no callback sale, meaning you got to sell them by the time you get off the phone with them. No callbacks. Because they, what they found is that no one ever sells on a callback. It's like one in a hundred. So it's just a waste of time. So you got to get them to buy by the time you get off the phone with them. They weren't even expecting a phone call from you. You call them, you got to sell by the time you get off. And you got to make at least five of those sales a week to meet your quota. And, and how and much you, were you asking people to spend in that? In that? Anywhere from the cheapest warranty was maybe yeah. 1200 The most expensive warranty was maybe 3000 4000 and, and this is like, it's probably in payments, right? In installments? Oh, sure. Yeah, we can finance that for you, <laughs> 0% interest. Yeah, we don't worry. We have a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you change your mind, just give us a call. We'll give you everything right back. But the deal is, is your, when we're talking about liability and rating your car, the first time you call in, your car rates at a certain liability. But if you keep calling in, it's kind of like your credit score. Your liability goes up. Because now we're going, wait, is there something wrong with the car? Because when we first called you, you know, the car was in one state. You didn't want the warranty, but now you're calling us. Did something just happen? Ah. So you see it's a higher liability for us to take a chance like that. Um, but looking at your car right now, doing, let me just do a little, let me just do a little run on your, on your VIN number. Do you mind going and grabbing that for me? Oh you, yeah, I guess I could find it. How do Great. you make someone do that? I, this is insane. So you're literally like mind fucking them to go get their VIN number. You gotta get the VIN number. You gotta, you know, start setting them up. You know, I'm about to give you mine just cause you're doing such a good job. <laughs> and then, you know, and then you got, uh, you got the uh, AIB, okay? <laughs> this is taking a turn here. We'll get back to how this relates to the Mayan calendar uh, <laughs> in a bit. Um, but AIB, acknowledge, isolate, block, okay? Okay. So you do, you do all this work. You get them to get your VIN number. Um, you, you, they can't call their wife or their husband, <laughs> you know. That's, that's a great excuse. Oh, let me just, I just need to call my wife, you know. Uh, well, unfortunately, can, can we just get her on the line? Because if, once you hang up, that liability changes. And uh, But we can call her if you want to talk to her. I'll call. I'll patch her in. What's her number? Oh, my. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so, so anyways, <laughs> you get to the point. Let's say they don't hang up on you. They don't whatever. You get their VIN number. You found that you matched them up with a, with a warranty that fits their budget, yada, yada. Now you've got to close the deal right wow you gotta, wow and uh this is when they when it really sets in on them that like they can't just call you back that that's not going to work and then you have aib acknowledge isolate block so after you've gotten them to get to this sales point if they say no you go you acknowledge go okay i can understand why there may be you know some reasons why you don't want this then you go isolate so you isolate, what is that reason? What's the reason? Is it, is it too expensive? 
um, you know, you're unsure about the, the product and then the, you know, you know, what you're getting in the coverage, yada, yada. So you, you isolate it. Oh, you know, it's really, I love the warranty. It's a great warranty. It's just, I just don't know if I have that kind of money right now. hundred dollars a month is, is a lot. Oh yeah, totally. I totally understand. I mean, we're all trying to tighten the bootstraps these days, especially with what's going on with the economy. Um, <laughs> right. You know what? I totally forgot to ask you. Are you, you don't happen to be with AAA, are you? Yeah, I am. Oh, that's, wait a second. Let me see if they're still running their discount. You know what? They still have their 10% discount. Let me see what that matches up here. And that knocks the payment down to 90, you know? <laughs> so are you like withholding this information so that you have like bullets in no, the barrel? No, that's bullshit. That's, there's no, there's no AAA 10% code. That's bullshit. So you, you have authorization to go down to a certain price. Yeah, there's a price I can't go below. That's why if you're a good salesman, you don't start low, you start high. Yeah. And, and whatever the coverage is and the difference is how much it, it affects your commission. So the higher you go, the better, but too high, you're not going to make the sale. I fucking love it that that person's going to call in two months ago. Yeah, so about my uh, AAA discount, <laughs> someone's going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that is so funny. Um. Yeah, and so and then the, the box, AIB, Acknowledge Isolate Box, box is like, oh, so money's the issue? If, is that the only issue? Like, if I could figure out this money thing for you, would you take the warranty? Oh, right? yeah, yeah, it's really what it is. Boom, box them in. Okay, then we go take care of it. Wow. You could you, you can call in a manager. You can, some of these guys used to do this. Oh, this is a classic. They would do a liability check, right? So uh, let me just uh, let me just run your VIN number here. You know what? I'm going to have to patch us in with our underwriters. Give me one second. And then someone else, some other salesman next to you plays the game of being the underwriter. You bring it back on and you just have a conversation. Yeah, well, we got this car. It's a, you know, 2012 Honda. Um, can you do a run on it for me? Yeah, yeah. Let me just check it out. <laughs> you know, and then <laughs> and they this come back. This is incredible. And it's this whole thing uh, where they say, you know what? Um, we we're willing to we're willing to uh, give them give them this warranty, but um, they're going to need to do this today, you know, gotta, uh, and give the reasons why it needs to happen today. And what they'll do sometimes is they'll patch in the other person and not just have a three way call, but pretend like they put you on hold but didn't accidentally. So you're just kind of listening in on the conversation, and then you oh, come back. My <laughs> God! So it might be like well. Like, yeah, I mean, I want to do the best I can for them, but <laughs> so. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, it's it. Is there any way we can work on like maybe stretching the payments out or getting a lower down payment? Well, it's just tricky with this type of car. You know, we want to make sure to get as much money up front, but you oh, know what? Oh my God. They haven't done a lot of these quote checks before, you know, if they do wow. it now, then we can, you know. And... <laughs> And then you come back and you'd be like, you know what? Um, it was great. They, they're willing to do it, yada, yada, like, you know. And then when you book it, <laughs> you have to like, you, you have to take a piece of paper. And I have a little piece of paper here. I don't know if it's going to do it. But when you book it, you take your hand on each end of the paper and go like this. And you pop a paper <laughs> and you hold it up because they need to take this paper where you wrote down the information on to the payment processor who's down, who's in down the hall. So you pop it, boom, everybody cheers. Somebody comes and grabs your paper. What, but now your job is you got to keep them on the line. 
because they could still hang up. Because so this they snuff... are going to hear everyone cheer, though. Well, no, they don't. You you can mute that. Oh 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 oh! <laughs> you know got, what it, I mean? got it. Got it. Got it. So you okay. cover all that. Got it. And now you got to keep them on the line because they still could drop here, right? Oh, Not until their card is run and all that oh. stuff. So good. Uh, <laughs> um, so I would end up talking to a lot of Navajo during this time. Interesting. Okay? For whatever reason, a lot of Navajo. Now, I think for a lot of them would have a different sort of relationship with automobiles uh, where, you know, they, they don't, they're not like, they're not going to be buying new ones all the time. Right, right. right. Not so a lot of would... turnover. They're going to use the entire animal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So they would have these old like trucks, pickup trucks, you know, whatever. And so they would only really qualify for the cheapest warranty, which was actually a decent warranty if you if you really thought about it, but it only covered like real basic stuff. It only covered like if your engine blew up. You know what I mean? Oh wow. Yeah. Which which could happen. So it's <laughs> but it's you know, it's is it worth something? Is it not? You know. I don't know. Anyways. I end up. I would get on the phone, and unfortunately, I sold. I sold quite a few of those. Um, those particular. That's. Re- I'm impressed. Days. I'm impressed. And I would talk to the to the Navajo, and I was like, I'd be like, "Hey, you know, you can stop me if this is offensive or whatever, but I'm just curious. What is what do the Navajo say about the Mayan calendar? You know, do you guys have any?" Uh, thoughts on that or relationship to that calendar yada 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 you know well we don't really know anything and this is the response i I got a couple of times basically we don't really know anything about that calendar but what we do know is that there was an art you know that there was a prophecy that that there's going to be a major shift in in the in the earth or the the population of the or whatever i don't remember the exact thing but there's gonna be a major shift on the on this planet during a, a range of time, and we're in that period of time. Huh. Um, Doesn't that sound like a catch-all, though? Well, it wouldn't mean a catch-all. Like, of course things are going to change. The only thing that no, you no, can like this rely was a, on... This was, like a, this was something major. This was like a major thing. I don't know who knows if it's going to happen or not. I, I get that. I, I, mean, I don't look at... I don't, I don't look at Navajo prophecy as a, as a catch-all. I think, you know... Well, no, well, I understand, but when you say it in broad terms of well, things I'm not are going to... Sh- I don't recall... This was a long time ago. I don't recall the specifics. <laughs> but but what they said, what, what I do remember was... Oh, oh. That in their, yeah. that I, in I'm their, leaning in. I'm leaning in. In their culture, uh-huh. the safest place to be was... Uh-huh in between the four sacred mountains, okay? And this is where a lot of the Navajo live now anyway. But the four sacred mountains basically are like Utah, Nevada, am I doing this right? Colorado, Arizona? Like, huh. where the four, what's the four corners? Colorado, Arizona. Oh, you mean in the states where they meet in the four corners? Yeah. I don't know, because I don't care Colorado. about geography or my country. Uh, or maybe New Mexico, Arizona, yeah, New Mexico, Arizona, Colorado, mm-hmm. U- Utah. So within there, within somewhere within like each one of like the state, let's just say there's a mountain in the center of each of those states. Well, within oh that God. four sacred yeah. mountain 
is the safe zone. Wow. So get your bug out bags ready. You know what I mean? Oh. Like we'll get your emergency kits on lock and find, you got to get to the four sacred mountains when this, when this shit goes down. 10 years you gave it? Well, what do you mean 10 years? 10 you years said you gave what? You said at the top of this, where we're going to I gave it 10 years. years. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's my anxiety expressing itself in a long-term setting. Maybe you need to move. Get a place. Get a place in the desert. <laughs> See you later, Nick. <laughs> I mean, where I live is so expensive. and but But also, I feel like this is my safe zone, you know? This place is going underwater. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't think? No, but the actual part of the city that I am in feels like a safe zone. But I, I can give some credence to people who are one with the earth, as knowing where to be when you need to be there. <laughs> I could, I could give someone some, you know, uh, credit with regards to that. So what you're saying is, the the world will probably. What'd you say? I'm trying to think of what you're trying to say here. I'm trying to summarize it. I'm saying you don't need a car warranty. Cause... You're saying... <laughs> I love that question, too. To Like, hey, you know, you could get a warranty, but if the mind calendar is right, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to say, like, is this a zero-sum game here? Or... That's right. Because you, you won't need the $100 either way. Wow. Wow. I learned a lot today. You know, uh, Nick, I've been trying to get a hold of you about your extended warranty. So let me know when you're ready. Let me just tell you, do not do not buy a car warranty over, over the phone. Don't you it. know, my father did um, cold calling, too, when he was like 18. So that had to be early 80s, something like that, or late 70s. And he, he, you know, Guy Verde. And so at the time, if you, an Italian's going to call like, hi, this is Guy Verde. Middle America may not want to talk to you. So he named himself Guy Madison. I'm, hi, this is Guy Madison from Los Angeles, California. <laughs> and there, and like this farmer, he's like, he was selling tools. And this farmer or somebody out in Michigan or whatever goes, Karen, I'm talking to someone from Los Angeles. <laughs> Guy Madison, oh my god, what a hello, Guy Madison. He 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 said he he raked it in, but he also said that he tried the tools before he sold them, and that he he really got people to buy good things. Well, look, there's a there was a time when when he was doing this where like, well, that was just how you sold product, you know yeah, what I mean? Totally. There's a difference between that and warm calling quote. And that's being generous, warm calling. Like hot leads or whatever. Warm, warm leads, warm leads. Uh, and trying to convince them to buy a car warranty that you actually don't know anything about. And all you're trying to do is sell it at all cost. Oh, no. He did that with, like, rebate. He just, he did it recently. I don't, uh, I don't speak to my father at the moment. But as of, like, three years ago, he was selling mortgage rebates or whatever, you know. Oh, like, yeah. The mortgage, yeah. These guys who owned the company that, that sold <gasps> these warranties also had a mortgage company. And they probably also had the mortgage and then to buy back the house. And so, like, they're on both sides of the tank, you know. It's, it was, <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, well, Nick, if today, if the world were to end today, I'd be grateful that at least I got to spend some time with you. Oh, that's very sweet, Jess. 
great. Let's, uh, let's have a word from our sponsors. <laughs> really excited what are you excited for i am so excited for next friday now you know that our shows of you don't know nick come out on friday right Mm -hmm. you do Mm -hmm. know that right i am aware of that okay great. sometimes sometimes yes (laughs) but now i'm realizing fridays also will have a new meaning for people because heartbeats comes back Friday, September 17th. Now, are you aware what this might do to people? That much excitement in one day? <laughs> Hold on. That much Nick and Jessica in one, <laughs> one day? <laughs> do you... Do That's you what's to... going to cause the... the, the forget climate change. This is going to rupture the earth. <laughs> the the e- equilibrium of things. <laughs> Our egos are going to be out of control. Um, what are you looking forward to this season of Heartbeats? So, if, you know, for those of you that don't know, maybe you're listening to this podcast for the first time. Heartbeats is a completely improvised medical drama that's performed live in front of a Twitch audience. And we're now in season two. Season two. Dose. So Nick plays like the best looking doctor, which mm-hmm. is hard because we have a lot of good looking doctors. Yeah, but they're not. You know. They're not you with the beard and the hair and the... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jess plays the, the stunning lead. <gasps> stunning. Stunning. Okay, Sassy, okay. smart. <laughs> Unlikable. <laughs> <laughs> she's really, she's really misanthropic. Um, but she's, got, she's got a, she's got a, a dark streak. She's she really not, does. She's, she's not afraid to mix it up. No, no. But... But yours mixes, yours, yeah, our, our, you know, I'm excited. What are you excited for, though? What, what are you looking forward to this season? What am I looking forward to? I'm looking forward to seeing, well, look, we all know our characters Do we all know? have. Well, if you don't know, our characters have an on again, off again, who's it, what's it. We all know that that's going to keep going, and I'm, I'm really interested to see where that goes. Even if it goes apart, it's still going to be there. It's not going away. Um, what we very do know, sad, but yes. Should we Hopefully. say what we, you know, what we do know at the end of last season between our characters? Yeah. Spoiler coming in, you know, five, four, three, two, one. We do know. Yeah. At the end of season one, that somebody's preggers. Uh, so I've, even the idea of it is uh, so uncomfortable. <laughs> you send chills up your spine. Because <laughs> I opened that, that whole episode going, I would never have kids. And then I realized, oh, fuck, she's pregnant. <laughs> Just by saying that, like, I knew that she had to be. Um, but yeah, it's it's exciting. There's a lot. That's, there's even more to that storyline. And there's also, there's there's what I realized, this season is going to be building up to a marriage now two people two separate couples are in engaged not mm. our couples not us two separate we're two pregnant separate, but not engaged we're pregnant but not engaged we're new age parents to be but we there are two people that are two couples that are supposed to get married and i think only one of those are going to happen and so by the end of mm. this eight eight episode run we may find out who it will be oh and maybe end on a marriage episode 
It'll definitely it, be a cliffhanger episode of like, you know, epic proportions. So there's going to be a hurricane and a wedding or something. <laughs> well, the doctors find themselves in the ER in their gown and and suit. It's happened on Grey's Anatomy. Has it? It's it has happened, and I think more than one time. Uh, the best part is too, if you are watching live or if you follow Heartbeats on any social media outlet, you'll be able to make choices for the story that affect the actual outcome of each episode. If you're interacting with us online, so go to twitch.tv slash Ripley Improv to make sure you're following us for when we go live uh, at 6 p.m. Pacific Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can go to twitter.tv heartbeats underscore. Nope, twitter.com slash heartbeats underscore TV. And you can follow us there, too. What's your catchphrase? What's my catchphrase? <laughs> what's what's Ayub's catchphrase? <laughs> Stop dicking around. Ah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Come on, stop dicking around. Stop dicking around, Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the most times dick has ever been said in a TV show ever. <laughs> on just a couple things okay so like you know how we've done stop calibrate and listen a couple times we're just Mm kind of checking in but but sometimes it's a quiz sometimes it's actually just like the state of things so i asked you if you you know if the world's gonna end and it's probably not so you'll need to know these things especially as your daughter who is currently three years old will grow up she will start using terms you don't understand Okay. So you want to be ahead of the curve, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, okay, okay. I want to show her I'm a hip dad. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) What does bussin' mean? Bussin'? Can I I get a spelling? B-U-S-S-I-N. Bussin'. Okay. Cleaning some tables, bussing some tables. I'm cleaning sure, up, sure. cleaning up, cleaning up after people. I've been bussing. You know, I've been bussing all day, and then you come in here and you make you you're making a mess of things, right? So it's like, no, that's not it. I love it, but it's not it. So like yeah. another way someone might say this term, they might be like a straight Back butt. That. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> What were you gonna say? What's yours? Back that, that bus, bus up. up. Back that bus up. They call that bussing. And they no. back that bus up. No. No. Someone. Okay. So I might say to you, "You're straight bussing." Oh. Chill out, dude. You're you're uh, uh you're bussing bussing. But where would that come from? You. I don't have the I don't have where it came from and your inclination is not wrong. I, I'm sorry. I can understand why you would think bussin would mean something negative, but it actually means like that shit's going off. That is bussin. I think it's like someone must have said bustin and said bussin instead instead oh, so it's uh-huh. like like dude, I'm bustin in her like <laughs> <laughs> 
It so it is it is it means good. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay. What does heathers mean? Heathers. Or like heather. Ah fuck. I ruined it already. Well, yeah, you did. Is I it did. based on the movie? Yeah, it is based on the movie where someone's like a, a straight Heather. Oh, they're pulling they're pulling from our generation now? I, yeah, like, which is interesting, right? We need we need some references here. <laughs> so, yeah, Heather. So, like, so someone's a straight Heather. So what exactly is that definition mean? Somebody's a straight Heather. Uh, they are desirable. Sometimes it can mean mean girls, but like they're like uh, like like you know how when we go out on a cur- uh, 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 an audition and they might say aspirational. They're looking for an aspirational lead. Mm. Like, that person is an aspirational TikToker. I'm looking at that person and I want their lifestyle. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah? You got it? So how would mm-hmm. you say, how would you use it? Uh, I do this podcast with this straight up Heather. It's bussin'. <laughs> Honestly, A plus. A <laughs> plus. Um, okay, here's one that I don't know, but I have a definition in front of me as, as according to this really reputable website that I've never heard of before. What does face card mean? Face card? <laughs> yes. It's my ID. It's my face card. No? It's my driver's license? On no. social media, the latest interpretation as quoted by Pop Buzz, says basically means that you're stunning. You've always been and you always will be. People share their selfies along captions such as face card always valid or face card never declined. <laughs> face card accepted everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Everywhere, everywhere you want to be. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like, yeah, I showed him my face card and I got in for free. But yeah, so it is kind of like your ID, but it's your face speaking for you. I oh, guess. got it. Probably. God, I've been cashing. I've been swiping that face card my whole life. Yeah, there it is. There. Oh, so good. You're so. Your daughter is going to be so embarrassed. <laughs> no, and she she actually has a face card. She uh. Oh. She gets she sent me, me a she picture gets... yesterday, and she was in it. You know, and and she was the even though she was like the smallest part of that picture, she was the sole focus of that entire picture. <laughs> I mean, we. We're so mad at the the pandemic because when a when a child is under two, they fly for free. So we missed a whole year of her oh. flying for free. And flying with her is amazing because when she was a baby, we'd go to fly and she'd be in the stroller. Uh, we'd like pull up to the to the the agent, you know, at the at the airport, and they're like in a sour mood and they're, you know. Because they know just got yelled be, at by some fucking white asshole. <laughs> you know, and you know they're going to give you a hard time. Um, but the second they would see Clementine, they would just light up and they'd be like, ah, how can I help you? And I swear, like, we got so much free stuff. Like, you know, free, you know, or the bag's overweight. That's not a problem. Oh, an, an extra baby thing. You know, you only get one, but that's okay. You know, it was just, oh, you know what? Just... In the security line, just take go to the first class. I know you're not first class, but just take that line. It's a long Stop it. it. I mean, we were, <laughs> my wife and I were just like, this is amazing. <laughs> I, you know, I don't remember where I learned this, but if you are good looking, 
by social standards. Like, and, and good looking is obviously being redefined generation to generation. And that's definitely something worth talking about. You know, like women's bodies, like, like women may watch videos and go, Oh, I want to look like Kim Kardashian. Look at that ass. And, you know, in the nineties, it was the Baywatch, like high cut and, you know, and a lot in shape and Botticelli bodies when like the, the, that belly was sexy. But, if you have, if you come across a person that is just stunningly pretty, their foot is already in the door in terms of acceptance, teachers liking them, getting like jobs, you know, uh, it's, and I'm not saying I'm not in, I'm not sharing this in a, in a condoning sort of way, but that it's just one of those FOLs, mm-hmm. facto mm-hmm. lives, you know? I didn't know what FOL was. I didn't know until I just made it up right now. Oh, really? Yeah, FOL, baby. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Now, not, not only are we learning new terms, we're making new terms. We're making them. You know, YDKN. Oh, you remember how we were asking, like, why is YDKN so good? Our show is, you know, you don't know Nick, YDKN. It does sound like Y2K, and it also sounds like IDK when people say, I don't know. So it does have, like, similar, we're ingratiated towards that term. Oh, okay. IDK? I don't, I I mean, I know I type it in, but I've never heard anyone say it. Like, someone might be like, IDK, and sometimes I might say that, like, IDK, Yeah. and then no one knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this, this one's a gimme, but let's just, I just want to see, it's like, we're just going to see where you are with this. What's, what's a hot girl summer? Um, a hot girl summer? Um, that's like a Don Henley song. Long after the boys of summer have gone. You know this one? I can feel it. Yeah, yeah. So something relates, like, there was I had a, song a hot girl. Was... No, carry like, on, carry on. That is it. That is as awesome as a hot as a hot girl summer. Like that summer with the hot that I had. With oh, hot I mean, a hundred percent. Like every song under this planet. Uh, on the planet has been about hot chicks in California, uh, you know, during the in summer, the summer. 100%, 100%, <laughs> hot down, down in the summer, you know, but I know that song, I know what you're talking about. There was a, a cover that played over and over on um, K-Rock 10 or 15 years ago, but hot girl summer is a new term coined by Megan the Stallion because we've been inside for a full year. And she was like, get outside, live your best life, especially if you're in a relationship, not in a relationship. So like, go be a hot girl. Oh, so it's like, oh. it's like people are like hashtagging hot girl summer. But, and this, this, this we can still talk about it because summer's not over yet. Uh-huh. Got it. Got it. Dig it. Yeah. It was very similar to what I was talking about because you were so good on that one. Because what that what that is is creating the conditions for someone a, hot girl a man, summer, right? A person who appreciates the female body to enjoy. <laughs> yeah, and wants uh, have as many of them as possible during the summertime. They're totally. there now. Yeah, yeah. To- totally. All right, one more for you, Nick- Nikki. Does anyone call you Nikki in your life? There's been a few people in my life who I've allowed call me Nikki. Okay, allowed is is an interesting term. No, I, I never stopped. I never stopped anybody. But um, there, there's been a couple of people who have called me Nikki. My mother detests it. 
I imagine that's true. My mother, uh, God bless her soul, is no longer with us, so it's okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's shitty. Yeah, well, I didn't mean to bring down the podcast. No, yeah. no, not at all. That's just a tough, sad thing. <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. So what? every time I say Nikki, I'm she's <laughs> she's cringing oh, in yeah. heaven. <laughs> you know, it's because she she didn't like putting Y at the end of guys' names. Yeah. But my father, Nikki. my father's mother, oh, oh, called all her kids, which is three boys. With a Y at the end. So that's... I'm starting to see why it might bother her. (laughs) (laughs) I I understand. So a little anecdote. Similarly, my youngest brother, there's four siblings in total. The youngest one was, let's save the marriage. I don't don't really love you, but I love babies. So let's have another kid. And he's 10 years younger than me. But he was like seven years after the last kid. So, you know, a little bit of a break. And we're going to name him Vincent. We're going to name him Vincent, a nice Italian name. And my my great-grandmother was named Vincentina, which is unusual. I've never heard Vincentina. So it was like an homage to her. The same year, I think Dean Martin died. And so Vincent Dean Verdi. We're going to name him Vincent Dean Verdi. Such a VDV, like such a good name. And my mother said, fine, we will name him Vincent. But no one can call him Vinny. No one. And that is only what he's known by. I mean, he got Vincenzo a little bit. He got, hey, Vincenzo. Hey, because we, we, we also used to eat a place called Vincenzo's Pizza where we would go after like baseball games and stuff like that. It's so sweet. <laughs> so he'd be Vincenzo or Vin, but definitely 100% Vinny. It just, it, no looking back. Yeah, how can you resist? You'd- but like, I'm not Jesse. I like only my friend Amanda Troop can call me Jesse, and that's it. Oh wait, so you you do don't have a thing where you don't allow people to call well, you? Well, I don't introduce like so. I love when people are like, "Hey, Jess," like you know, especially when teachers just say, just decide that I'm Jess now. That's like one of my favorite things uh, because it is a level of like comfort. But I'm not not a Jessica, right? So I I think I tried introducing myself as a Jess once, and it felt very weird. But I introduced myself as Jessica, and it tends to go towards Jess, just for, like, efficiency's sake or whatever. I'll shorten everybody's name. I don't give a shit. But Jessie just doesn't feel right. And I don't even get asked, or people usually don't even try, usually. Well, I think it's because it feels like a whole different name. Like, Mm -hmm. usually when somebody's named Jessie... Like that's that's just what their name is, right? No mm-hmm. one ever calls them Jessica. It's like mm-hmm. that's Jesse. Yeah, so totally. I, I, so it feels like two different names, even though they they are. I'm assuming derivative, Jessie. derivative, yeah. derivative. But you can name a boy Jesse. Although, again, because Amanda is the only one who's allowed to call me Jesse, she has a baby who's now two, and I'm trying to get him to call me Uncle Jesse. From Full House? Yes. He won't know the reference, but I will. <laughs> All right. I got one more for you, Nicholas. You ready? You're supposed to say words after I ask that question. Are you ready? Oh, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm bussing. I'm ready. Oh, fuck, dude. What does no cap mean? No cap? <laughs> That's dangerous. You should always cap it. You should always, if you're, unless you're wanting something more i don't know but you should probably like our characters didn't cap it 
properly and that now they're gonna have a baby yeah exactly that's right exa- right that's what we're talking about here right that's exactly so how would you use that phrase to your like bud oh man i capped it last night <laughs> uh, uh and then i capped it again this morning no no <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that's not what it is. So, what is it? Cap it. Cap it. It's so fucking funny, though. I, I think it will start meaning that to me. <laughs> hey, bro, did you cap it? Yeah, exactly. And, and to be fair, too, so you may see it as, like, no cap. Someone may say no cap. Or they may, like, use just the the, the hat emoji. Uh-huh. You know? Uh, nothing's off limits. No cap. There's no cap. Oh. Yeah. No. No. It means no lie. Oh. They, no lie. Okay. Not lying okay. or capping. They did something. Not be, uh, like well. Now, Urban Dictionary says the use of the cap of the phrase no cap is meant to convey authenticity and truth the phrase originated in reference to decorative gold teeth which can be divided into two distinct varieties permanent gold teeth aka perms or caps aka pullouts whereas caps can be pulled out with ease perms as their name suggests are permanent so people who might like put grills in and they're like oh it's not a perm and you're like no cap <laughs> Well, then the, the little hat, hat emoji is misleading. I'm going to say, and whoever's doing that should be putting out teeth. I don't think emoji. anyone else knows that that's the, the origin, uh, origin of it. It seems like, it seems, that seems like a stretch. Daybird added that in, on August 27th, 2020. I don't know that Daybird had it under, uh, under the belt at the, at the time. <laughs> Another one, though, uh, uh, suggested, uh, uh, submitted by just another person trying to help in 2017. No cap. Wow. This has been around. Usually means no lie. Someone usually uses this after saying an unbelievable statement, like no cap. And then an example they give, Kayla, how do I look? And Brianna's like, no cap. You look a mess. (laughs) That's the example they give. So, using all the words that we just learned, which are bussin, uh, Heather, Heather um, face card, oh, shit, we have to write this down. I'm going to write this down for us, because you have to now make a sentence. Make a sentence out of bussin, Heather, face card, no cap. Bussin, fe- bussin Heather, face card, hot girl summer, no cap, go. Okay. Uh, no cap. Uh, last night I was with this with this Heather. Uh, we went to the went to the club. Didn't have to wait in line because of our face card, and it was bussing. It was bussing all the way to when we got home, and I capped it. <laughs> you gotta get hot girl summer in there. Oh wait, hot girl. This has been the best hot girl summer of my life. <laughs> that was so good, Nick. Nick, that was good. I think we have to end the podcast there. Great. And I nailed That's, it? I think you nailed it. I mean, it's a short episode, but I don't think we need anything more than that. I'm so 
I'm so proud of you. You sounded almost like you were like, you know, 40. Good job. <laughs> oh, so I sounded, I sounded young for my age. That's great. You did. You did. You really, I'm, I, I'm so glad that this podcast has given you so many different things. Um, so if you, if people don't know, we are on Patreon and you can go to, I think it's patreon.com slash YDKNpod or you don't know Nick or don't know Nick. I don't know. It's one of those things, but you can look for the link in our uh, liner notes. And we are going to more than likely have a deep dive next week. So oh, people, yeah. Yeah. That, that's the goal. That's the hope. We do deep dives for Patreon members only. And uh, we're not exactly sure which one this is going to be about, but it could be about religion it could be about self-help books it could be about it's just not things that are generational just things that like nick and i are experts on pretty good <laughs> yeah expert loose loose term loose, expert. loosely term the loosely termed experts uh knowledgeable, Ex- knowledgeable. Have, have experience in Ma- masters of i think is what you meant to say <laughs> you so you're gonna get a master class out of this deep dive mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and the price of entry is only to be a Patreon member. Uh, Nick, congratulations. We did a really quick podcast. We did it. We did it. Now, the only thing I felt we didn't do. Oh, please. Is Crypto Corner. But It's but been neglected for so long. Do you want to do it right now? I mean, we can. I just want to tease it out for next Let's time. Let's talk a little bit about it because I think I saw, you know, Bitcoin went up and then it went down a little bit. It's just so. things, just things are Things are all over the map. I mean, we'll we'll do it. We'll we'll hit it next time a little bit harder. All I'll say right now is people should look at. And again, look our our caveat: um, we're not financial advisors. This is not financial advice. Okay, this is purely for entertainment, and everybody needs to do their own research before they make any investments. But I would say, not but. Let's take that word out. And of and I would say there's something happening with this uh, thing called Solana, okay? okay? Now, I I don't, again, we don't, we're not, we're not masters, we're not experts, and I have a very limited knowledge, but I believe, from my understanding, that Solana is basically a, a technology that's like Ethereum that purports to be faster and cheaper, okay? Okay. And it is maturing as we speak. Okay, um, so she's going to be le- she's going to be legal soon. Yeah, so I, I'm 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 imploring you all to cap it, to cap it hard, because <laughs> um, this this coin is bussing. Holy! Um, sh- how come I never heard of Solana? Well, I mean, there's so many different things out there, right? Okay. Uh, have you heard of Cardano? I haven't even heard of that. You heard Cardano? Well, you've done a very sort of tertiary. Uh, look at i'm not a master crypto. in crypto no i don't i mean dipping your toe would even be a little bit much i think maybe you've kind of checked the temperature on the pool and then my heart hurts <laughs> that you're even suggesting there wasn't there a couple weeks ago where you said that you were going to research xrp and get back to me you know i i don't know if you figured this out about me yet. i say a lot of things <laughs> And just because I say them doesn't mean I do. I will do them. So, so look, I made this poor analogy before in the past. It's a poor analogy. It's an, okay. it's a, it's an ignorant man's analogy. But uh, Ethereum is a type of technology that is that you could maybe look at it like an iPhone, where you have this technology that has the capability, is the infrastructure to do things. 
right? Ethereum's this blockchain infrastructure to do things. And then Apple iPhone is an open source developer, right? So anybody can develop an app for, for the iPhone. Right. So now this thing can do whatever anybody develops it to do, right? That's what Ethereum is, right? You have this sort of blockchain technology, and then you have all of these people using that technology to create products out of it, okay? Um, so sometimes when you're looking at coins, you may be looking at something like Ethereum, or you may be looking at something that works on the Ethereum network. Well, Solana is another network. Okay, so you have the Ethereum network. Now you have the Solana network. There's a lot of networks. Then you have the Cardano network. Kardashian network. Yeah, the Kardashian. And then soon, that, trust me, the Kardashian network is coming. I am, I'm they sure, I'm sure they have NFTs already. Yeah. Uh, um, but Solana is supposed to be great for NFTs also. I mean, one of the knocks on Ethereum right now is that it's, it's slow, expensive, and inefficient. Now, Ethereum ah. says that they're going to fix that and there's an mm. ethereum 2 coming out and a lot of people are confident that they will and this isn't like a one take all you can have multiple yeah. platforms one of, our, one of our episodes i think it was episode six we had coach jv on and one of the things uh, he knows a lot about crypto as well and one of the things he said that i th- i took away that it will be a f- five or six that may take off it's not going to mm-hmm. be dogecoin or come rocket but it might be, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum. He he believes in XRP, right? Um, and which is a different thing than Ethereum and Solana. Got it. Right? Got it's, it. It's technology is is different. They're not they're not in they're not in competition with each other. Got it. But but we will see the rise of cryptocurrency, and we will see several competitors or several ways to do it. You'll see several. Yeah, you'll see several technologies arise, and ones that proved to be it's just you know it's capitalism the ones that proved to be used and valuable will will survive um, <sighs> i feel but, like the more i learn about cryptocurrency the less i understand <laughs> i have a friend who's like she's gone deep right and she's you know she's like looking at at investing in in crypto as as a as a day job although you know she still has a day job but you know what i mean like she's trying to figure out how does that whole thing work yeah so she's gone real deep into it. She's learning new shit every day, uh, knows way more than I do, um, but still feels like has has no idea. You know, um, it's because it's such a new technology, and there's so many applications of it. Um, but yet, you're not really participating with any of them on a day to day basis. So of course, it's. It's insane, and then it's like, a foreign language at the moment, and we're and just if you not embroiled in it. Yeah, and if you think about what I just said—that Ethereum is a network, and you have all of these different technologies building off of it—well, what are they doing? They're all doing different things on this network that you don't even understand what the network is or the technology. Let alone, what are all these thousands and thousands of companies who are building on onto it? What are they doing? Um, you know, so yes, it's a real, it's a real. Mind, mind, fuck. So what? So, and that you get totally not capped on. Uh, what's <laughs> what's like? What's your tease for when we talk more about this next week? What do you What do you want people to think about? Uh, you know, what do I want them to think? I mean, I just—it's an interesting time. We came out like crypto came out of like this huge crash where people thought, you know. Oh, is this is this going into the dark winter of crypto where, you know, 
but it's come back out of it. Um, and But now it's in this weird... So we haven't talked about it during this whole time. We didn't really talk about the come out too much. I think maybe right when it happened, we, didn't, we did. Right we were talking about, like, yeah, hitting the the no man zone. Or, like, what is it? The resistance. Yeah, well, it broke that resistance, but it didn't really... It didn't stay there. Well, there's a new resistance point, which is oh, around 50, 52,000, and it hasn't really broken that. And this out of nowhere, like, two days ago, everything just crashed. But you know what didn't crash? So this is where you also start to see like, oh, like when a lot of things, like we talked about things moving together and like Bitcoin dominance and like Bitcoin yeah. was rising and everything was rising and then Bitcoin falls and everything falls. Um, well, the other day when everything crashed, you know what didn't crash? XRP. Yeah, Solana. Interesting. So it lets you know, well, the part of it is because they're releasing product right now. And I, I wish mm. I could tell you exactly what it was, but I haven't done the research. But, but it's exciting people enough. It's like it's coming out. This technology right. is coming out in a sense. They've been building it. People have been investing in it for a while. They've been testing it, yada, yada. This is the next stage in their development. And apparently it's big enough that it, you know, it was $28 at the bottom of the crash uh, a couple weeks ago. And now it's a... Uh, it's high earlier today was 216. Whoa. Whoa. That's wild. Yeah. And, and just, just moving so quickly. Now I looked at it when it was 28 and I was like, this is a really great price. Cause I had, <laughs> I had bought it at 58 before the crash. And I was like, Oh man, I got screwed. I bought that thing at 58. It's 28 now. Um, and but I was like, this is such a good price. This thing moves really well. Like I didn't really even know much about the fact that there was a. I wish I knew there was some launch date coming. That would have oh. really changed things. I didn't. You have don't the have time the right to, newsletters. Yeah. I just don't have the time to do the research. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, so I was like, I should, I should probably buy some of this at twenty eight. And then, like, literally the next. I mean, I, I was thinking that for for a while, but I, I was like so close to pulling the trigger, and then like the next day. You know, that's when things started going back up again. And this thing just hasn't stopped since. Wow. Wow. Um, I did, I did, I think I ended up buying more at some point. It's also, you know, full, I think you also have to disclose whenever you talk about things, whether or not you're bought in. I'm not convinced, trying to tell Actually, anybody to, to buy this. you don't because it's cryptocurrency. There's no, there's no federal regulation on it. That's why people like Elon Musk can tweet about it. Because otherwise, it would be insider trading and manipulating the market. I did learn that. So you don't have to say that right now, even though you well, are not. Get, you don't even have to. Not. You, do in the, you, you do it kind of more like ethical sense where like because, oh, you know. Oh, ethically, yes. But legally, no. Yeah. You know, like you have like a lot of YouTubers out there, you know, that like push stuff that they own. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Like that. Listen, that's the fucking... Why, it's why some people don't want to get the vaccine, which we could talk about. The, we don't ever talk about that stuff. But everyone's like, it's big, big pharma. I was like, yeah, of course it is. And so anyway, we'll talk more about that another time. Um, I'm going to buy some Solana. Thank you for your financial advice, your sound. <laughs> I never said to buy it. I said to look at it. You Take definitely did it. say that. You definitely did say that. <laughs> I'd look forward to it shooting up and and having to cap it <laughs> yeah well i'm i mean <laughs> this this thing this thing's uh straight bussing is straight bussing is the heather at the party you know what i mean 
Yeah, I hear ya. You, it's, it's, it's the it's fate. I love summer. I loved my favorite thing of that sentence was her face card got us in. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I was. I'm impressed, Nick. I'm impressed. Um, I'll see you next week for two podcasts and then the opening of Heartbeats. Uh, boom. Good night, Nick. Good night, Jess. Good night. Nichols, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Nick and I really love doing this podcast for you. We love doing it together. We love talking about what the generational experience is like from different perspectives. And we really look forward to hearing from different things that you have to contribute to us as well. If you become a patron today, you could ask us questions if you're at a certain tier. You can get early access to episodes if we're able to get them done in time for you. You'll get sick-ass merch. And if we can find the time, a monthly deep dive where Nick and I go deep on topics that we're passionate about but aren't necessarily through the generational lens. Become a patron today. Become an official nickel. Go to patreon.com slash you don't own Nick to find out more ways you can support our podcast. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next week, Nichols. Now that was a JLV production.